Hello from the BBC. I'm Pete Ross with a roundup of the latest developments in the war in Ukraine. Attacks have continued across Ukraine today. That's despite Russia's pledge to reduce its assault around the capital and the north of the country following recent peace talks. President Zelensky says the situation in the eastern Donbass region, a key target for Russia, remains extremely difficult. The BBC spoke to Russia's Deputy Permanent Representative to the United Nations, Dmitry Polyansky. He ruled out returning control of Crimea and the Donbass region to Ukraine as part of any peace deal. I can tell you that Crimea is part of the Russian Federation. I don't see any reasons why this issue should be on the table and why there should be some transitional periods or, I don't know, something to be negotiated about. These people have made their choice. We respected this choice. So what what can we speak about in this regard? Our UN correspondent, Nada Tofik. The unlawful annexation is not internationally recognized. Yet as the war continues, Russian forces are trying to create a land corridor along the south coast, east from Crimea to the Russian border. Deputy Ambassador Polyansky was less definitive, however, about whether Russia would accept Ukraine joining the European Union. Meanwhile, signs that the Ukrainian military are making gains and pushing Russian forces back. The UK's Ministry of Defence says Ukraine has continued to make successful but limited counterattacks to the east and northeast of Kyiv. Ukrainian forces say they're making gains around Kherson in the south, the only major city held by Russian forces. And the governor of Russia's Belgorod region, just across the border from Ukraine, says Ukrainian helicopters attacked an oil depot in the city. Ukraine hasn't said whether it was behind the attack, but a Kremlin spokesman said the incident could not be described as conducive to peace talks. From Moscow, here's Jenny Hill. The Russian response thus far has actually been really rather muted, surprisingly so, given that the Kremlin usually seizes on any opportunity to portray Ukraine as an aggressor if it's proven that this was a successful attack on Russian territory by Ukrainian military helicopters. That might prove to be rather a humiliating development. Doubts are growing whether a humanitarian operation for the besieged city of Mariupol in southern Ukraine where tens of thousands of people remain trapped, will go ahead as planned today. The city has been under relentless bombardment for weeks. Amanda Pitt from the United Nations told the BBC the situation there was desperate. There's constant bombing, shelling, the roads are mined, Uh, people need to be able to get out. There's no water, there's no food, there's no power. Um, So that intense fighting um, is having a terrible impact. And we've seen um, so many problems um, relating to um, the the infrastructure there. Some 40% of hospitals and schools have been destroyed. And we continue to call for free, um, sustained um, access. We need safe passage for people to get out. But whether safe passage will be provided remains unclear. The Red Cross said three cars were heading towards the city, but local officials said it remained closed for anyone trying to enter. Looking at the diplomatic picture now, as Western sanctions continue to bite, the Russian Foreign Minister, Sergei Lavrov, is in India for discussions on the sale of Russian crude oil to India. Western countries and Japan have pressured Delhi to take a tougher stance against Moscow but Delhi has been reluctant to criticise Russia. Mr Lavrov said Moscow was grateful. Our Western colleagues would like to uh, reduce any meaningful international issue to the crisis in Ukraine. Uh, You know our position. Uh, We do not hide anything and we appreciate that India is taking this situation in 
the entirety of facts, not just in a, in a one-sided way. Senior European officials have held talks with Chinese Premier Li Keqiang as part of international efforts to convince China not to provide weapons to Russia for its war in Ukraine. Western officials believe Moscow has asked Beijing for military assistance and other help to cushion the impact of strong economic sanctions. The EU is expected to call on Xi Jinping to reject such requests and instead use China's influence to help bring the fighting to an end. And finally, Ukraine's football champions, Dynamo Kiev, have announced a series of charity matches with top-flight European clubs to be held around Europe in the coming months. The games will be held under the slogan Match for Peace, Stop the War. Clubs involved include Paris Saint-Germain, Barcelona, AC Milan and Borussia Dortmund. Those are the latest developments on day 37 of Russia's invasion. I'm Pete Ross at the BBC.